three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode. So we're in the States soccer. We have with us today our Emmy Award winning co-host, Mr. Daniel Brallon. How are you today, buddy? I'm golden, Chris. Uh, great to be here talking to MLS with you like we do every week. The league was a uh, little, little crazy as always this weekend. And uh, Charlotte yeah. was able to take advantage of that and get a, their first home win of the year. Life's beautiful here in the Queen City. And uh, we're soaking it all up. And uh, there's a lot of other crazy Games too, uh, including a goalkeeper who scored 80 points without getting a clean sheet. That is pretty wild. Who did that? Berkey. That. Berkey. Wow. Against Colorado? That's insane. Yeah, yeah. he was peppered with, say, he had like, he had like 40, 40 points. Yeah. 40, 40 uh, um, Another kind of wild and crazy game uh, took place, which our guest today was actually in attendance for, and I was watching his reactions live on TV and just laughing at him the whole time. It is our good friend from Sower in the States basketball. He has a interesting look on his face right now. He's 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 so excited to be here to talk DC and Orlando. It's Jorge Vargas. How are you today? I hate this house. <laughs> it's just it was, I was excited until I wasn't. But wait, wait, Chris, were you seeing Jorge on the game broadcast? Yeah, I was literally just yeah. watching him. I wasn't watching the game. I was just watching oh him. Right. God. It's one of those things where like he was sending me screenshots of me at the game and then sending me screenshots of me on my phone at the game. Like, bro, stop texting me. And I won't be on my phone. Like, it's you. He missed all of the goals because he was texting me. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Well, he did. Um, I can tell you what. One thing. He didn't miss anything that Mauricio Pereira did because Pereira didn't do a goddamn thing out there. Nope. Oh, Facundo Torres was nowhere to be found in the first half. He was better in the second half, but some he would was say, nowhere to be found in the first half. Some would say the team didn't even play. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who that was, but they lost 3-1 to DC United, and that's not good. But before we start that, I got to give some props to DC United because they're actually bringing in some dudes. They actually look like a half-decent MLS team now, which... To be fair, I didn't think would be possible this year. But like Lewis O'Brien is, is a half decent player, and Benteke's actually killing it, which is great. They got they got a few players. They got a little depth. They brought Chris Durkin in off the bench, which was cool. Like this is actually like kind of maybe not the worst team in the league at this point, which is fun, you know? Yeah, you have who uh, on jury's still out. Yeah, we brought who on in. Hey, we're ahead of both of your teams in the standings, I, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but I mean. A like uh Wayne Rooney just has some sort of like psychic yes like uh uh hold you know he lives rent free in Orlando City's head he you might us. say like yes. like Re- Wayne Rooney yeah he doesn't even live rent free he's like the landlord of, of Orlando <laughs> you know he's charging rent uh so uh he owns everything the sun touches and and also Champions League hangover for Orlando I feel you know a little bit that would oh Jorge Jorge's shaking his head no it's not even I, that it's a real it's, thing it's, it's a worse real, than that. real thing it's coming I think it's worse than that too, when they when they lose to LAFC so we'll see I kind of feel like it's it's more of like the te- the new pieces they brought in aren't fitting with the old pieces that they brought in. Like it's it's literally that basic of a problem. It's just chemistry right now. They haven't figured it out yet. It's a bunch of South Americans that are new to MLS and still need to work into the physicality and the way the league works. And it's just it just doesn't click. It's not clicking. Like the runs are there. They're not getting the balls. The passes are failing. Like it's just turnovers are ridiculous in the midfield. And uh, the back three is. Uh, very easily threatened by fast pace, which we don't have in the back line. And uh, the, the system's there. It's just the pieces are a little uh, not not fit together right now. It's uh, speaking speaking of fast uh, speaking of fast pace and living rent free in Orlando's head. Taxi Fountas absolutely owns Orlando City. Like you should just buy his card every time they play Orlando, which I guess they won't play them anymore this year unless they play the playoffs or the Open Cup. We could play Open Cup. Um, but Taxi has scored one third of his MLS goals against Orlando City in four games, which is absolutely wow. wild. He scored five times against them in four games and scored, uh, I think, like 16 goals overall. It's absolutely uh, hey, uh, hey, Orlando, maybe next time, uh, instead of the taxi, call an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <but I'm... laughs> Holy shit. 
Uh, yeah, just, just get it out now. Just dunk on Orlando, man. Just just salt salt the wound. Just just salt the wound now, right? Just kick them when they're down. Like ah, damn. Ah, whatever. DC they're still on the playoff spot. They're ninth. It's fine. Yeah, because yeah, everybody is. Everybody's in the playoff spot. <laughs> except Montreal. Except Montreal and Charlotte. <laughs> no, but real real quick, now that we're actually on this topic, because Charlotte, a little rough. Orlando, a little rough. DC, y'all just a world of we problems. Suck. At we what suck. point, and th- this is a genuine conversation that's like been going around. At what point is it time to sack the manager? Like for you personally, like when is it time to move on? Because uh I'll I'll let I'll let Trippin go first. Pop, Poppy seat's getting a little uh, a little hot. I think for for Charlotte, it's a matter of the fans feel a lot of urgency about firing the manager because they're kind of you know young fans. We're all a lot of us are new to following a club this this dearly and stuff like that. You know, not that we're not haven't been following soccer for a long time, but but yeah, the fans have been saying Latanzio out around Charlotte ever you know the whole last few weeks basically. But I don't sense the same urgency coming from the front office. I, I think that he's actually pretty safe in regards to the front office, especially after that win against Columbus last night. So as long as they don't, uh, Charlotte plays at DC next weekend. So we were, we were oh, no. maybe it could be the uh, fire your manager cup. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> another, another sits, uh, sits rivalry game, which they don't, the teams don't know they're playing in, but they are definitely playing in. Um, yeah. Getting the one nil one over Columbus, I think definitely helps you out as far as fire the manager and obviously getting the three, one win on the road helps you out as far as fire the manager too. And let's be real here. Wayne Rooney is not Latanzio and he's, he's not poppy, right? He's, he's Wayne Rooney. So if yeah, they, if they fire him, trouble actually. Yeah. Like if they fire Rooney, like who are they going to get? No one wants this job at all. So like Rooney is the best they can do. Whereas Orlando's got like really good pieces. So I could see, a coach wanting to go there and a coach wanting to kind of take that job. So I think Orlando's actually in trouble. And actually they asked uh, Phil Neville down in Miami last night, cause they they've got six losses in a row now. Um, they asked him if his job was on the hot seat and he's like, yeah, it probably is. Uh, <laughs> at least he can, at least he's like, yeah. he's English enough and old enough to just like face yeah. the fact. He just, like, yeah, he, I'm knows, he knows, yeah. especially if they bring Messi in, like good Lord, Messi can bring whatever manager he wants. Like Pep may go there for all we know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think my money is probably on Phil Neville at this point to be the first one, but it's coming. It's definitely coming for somebody like somebody's oh, heads about to roll. And Robin Frazier is kind of saving his job with, yeah. with two back-to-back stoppage time. One, one draws. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, drawing a blank on the freaking, uh, the guy Barrios, Miguel Barrios, Miguel Barrios is trying to save Robin Frazier's job. So yeah. It's a- it's it's getting pretty it's getting pretty spicy. I'm not I'm not necessarily in the poppy out camp yet, but uh, I'm starting to the cracks are starting to show. And uh, the the thing is, like, poppy's on a contract year too, so it's like, do you just let him play out the season and just misery? Or the way I see it is, if we crash and burn into the summer and then crash out of League's Cup and Open Cup, he's gone. Other yeah. than that, like, there's no reason to get rid of him right away. Just find something in the off season. But uh, yeah, if we crash into the summer, yeah, I'm I'm poppy out for sure. It's a, it's gonna be a coach and roulette in MLS. It's gonna be a well, fun. Yeah, fun while we're season. on coach roulette, can I just ask how how long is Josh Wolf's leash at this point? Because I know you know. Yeah. Precourt is is thinks of him like a son. It feels like at times, but uh, they just keep losing. And and the worst thing that for Wolf is that Austin tasted success last year, so they know how the good they can be and they're yeah. playing horrible right now. See, so. I feel like that saves them though. I feel like it's like, Oh, not that long ago we were, we were a decent team, but like a team like Kansas city with Peter Vermees, like they haven't been good in two years. So it's like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Peter Vermees' seats getting a little bit hot. Same thing with Greg Vanny in LA. And obviously the the president or whoever it was came out and said, if we don't make the playoffs, I'll resign. But obviously the head, <laughs> the head coach is going to be gone before that's going to happen too. So um, I think those are really the main ones. Obviously, just look at the bottom of each conference. Um, and then Hernan Lasada with Montreal. Uh, they actually got the win. And the the one team that they beat, New York, is an interesting one too, the Red Bulls, because they're they've made the playoffs like 13, 12, 13 seasons in a row, and they're at eight points through nine games. And it's like, well, they got a lot more talent than that, too. So that New York was my pick at the start of the year. I didn't get every pick right, uh, but I did pick NYCFC as the team to have like one of the biggest regressions. So I'm, I'm happy to see that happening for sure. Oh, no, no. It's Red Bulls. 
New York City is fourth in the East. They have 15 points. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Red Bulls is what I meant. Sorry, excuse yeah. me. Actually, no, I think I was high on Red Bulls, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was actually high on Red Bulls, so I was actually completely wrong. Yeah. Mind. We all thought NYC was going to be a lot worse than they've turned yeah. out to be. Like, NYC is yeah. kind of – well, NYC also, like, grabbed, like, three of their old players, so it looks a lot more like the old NYC team than it did at the start of the year, Um, so to be fair on that one. But, yeah, they, they look like they're just kind of trucking along, and Talos Magna had another – another big game is is they beat Dallas three to one um but yeah I think it'll be very interesting to see who the first coach is that'll that'll be gone because I don't think it'll be long I don't think it'll yeah. be long at all it's coming and the Red Bull you got to think the Red Bulls are also hella injured right now too so they kind of have True. a little bit of a yeah they're missing Lewis Morgan they're missing True. uh, uh Caceres even I think Amaya Luquinhos yeah uh, Luquinhos and their, their big DP yeah. signing is a racist so that <laughs> oh, yeah, helps. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, they, they got lucky when they yeah. suspended six. Actually, yeah, um, Red Bulls should fire their coach first after all that. Sh- shout out to Montreal, though, for, uh, you know, going down to up up one nil, going down to 10 men with like 30 minutes left in the game and, you know, seeing it out, not only seeing it out, but adding a goal late. Uh, they were the ones to get the second goal. Um, n- negative shout out to my boy Andres Reyes for the own goal. That hurt a couple <laughs> of my lineups, unfortunately, but I always hate it. Own. own goal is like my least favorite, like decisive action in the whole damn thing. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's fair. I just, I just hate getting it more than anything. Like penalty conceded is, you know, whatever. But when your guy gets the own goal, you're just like, Fuck. did you see the own goal? I think it was Toronto in the, in the Toronto game. Maybe the worst own goal that I've ever seen. Cause the guy oh. makes Sean John makes the save. Oh, off the and then he tries to, the one guy tries to clear it like from the ground or something and hits it off another guy. And it somehow gets past Sean John and goes in. Hmm. It was like, if I had that player, I don't even know which player it was, but if I had that player and that was how I got a known goal, if someone else cleared it off of my guy, I'd be right. so upset. Like, I'd be so mad. And that was that was a wild, absolutely wild one. And, and Toronto was never in that game. It, it, the scoreline is 4-2, to two, but it wasn't that close. It, Philly was crushing them. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I think Toronto scored too late, maybe. Um, but yeah, Philly, and that was a, a really rainy night as well. They were Golosos too. They were they were in a service of nice goals. Yeah. yeah, Ure was doing his thing. Carranza doing his thing. Like I love, I really do love that pairing. They don't click every single week, but but when Ure and Carranza are working really well together, and then Gazdag supporting him, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, Jack McGlynn's starting to get a little bit of run too. He's he's started well, a bunch of games, so I think he's I think he's past uh, what's his face <laughs> the other. 19 year old midfielder uh, Sullivan Quinn Sullivan no no the other one Leon Flock Flock I think he's, I think he's past Leon Flock, Flock at this Flock, point right? yeah yeah I think I think yeah. he's got that spot now which is which is good I, to see. I don't think we'll know truly what their full their actual rotation is until they are done with Champions League but I do agree that McGlynn is, is starting to yeah. nose ahead of Flocky um Gazdag you know somehow gets it done every damn week I mean the <laughs> ultimate the, like the automatic decisive for this guy every single time um yeah. Insane. Uh, oh, I saw. I'm just seeing now. Looking at the box, Jose Martinez left hurt. That's that's not oh. good. I hope he's okay. I mean, it was 86 mm. minutes. So he might have just been fatigued. But uh, welcome back from the dead, Lorenzo Insigne. You know, we yeah. we, didn't, uh, we we should comment that we dropped. We almost buried the lead in terms of Insigne being back. Jonathan and, Osorio uh, banged a hundred too. Scoring a goal. Yeah. And from, Osorio from my bench. Your from your I'll bench. See. Why is this Osorio is on your player. bench? Yeah, he should never be on your bench. What on Jorge, earth on, are man. you thinking? Because they were going against Philly, and I didn't want anything to do with that matchup. And it was almost the case because oh, it wasn't until the very end. That's that true. He, he wasn't like goal. a forty. So, he wasn't uh, like no, a forty. Wrong. Wild. Hey, yeah. don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. There, come on now. Listen, Sam's right. here. Oh man! Just because Orlando got dunked on doesn't mean I got to get dragged this whole episode. Okay, like <laughs> we only got an hour of this, so I hope you're prepared. Oh, um, I signed up for this. Yeah, I don't know why you signed up for it either. In fairness, we did sign you up before the game, so you didn't know that you were gonna lose. I was, you were thinking you were gonna come on and be able to dunk on me a little bit and be like, "Ha ha, we got you." Mm-hmm. But yeah, didn't didn't work well, out that way. Whatever. <clears throat> Yeah, so Insignia, Insignia's back from the dead a little bit. Talk to me about this Charlotte game, because I actually, this was not one of the ones that I got to watch. I was watching some other stuff at, at 7.30, because all the games are amazingly at 7.30, which is just really unhelpful mm. for being able to watch all the games when you're on an off weekend. 
but Charlotte gets the one nil win over Columbus. So talk to me about this game. Like what was going on? I mean, it was, it was the SO five dream for the crown, baby. It was, it was beautiful. Um, shout out to our guy, Amadio. So rare. He's uh, one of the fellow Charlotte FC super fans that plays so rare with me, uh, with, uh, with all of us. And, uh, He's a guy who who collects Charlotte Charlotte cards just like I do. So uh, he, has a, he has a good collection building. I still think mine's the best. Not you know, no slight on anybody, but you know, I'm kind of biased to believe in my own. Uh, That's directed at you, Bob. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful collection um, uh, of Charlotte FC cards. Yeah, Bob has Bob has a good one too. Bob versus Amadios might be interesting. Bob Bob obviously downsized a lot recently, but uh, yeah. Uh, the whole reason I'm, uh, it was, it was great to see from SO5 perspective. I had a great time at the game. Uh, I, I always have a great time in the game, but wins are even that much sweeter, obviously. And, uh, uh, it was a fun one, you know, a, a mid first half goal, but from, uh, pole to pole, Camille Yushviak to Carol, uh, Spiderski. And, uh, you know, they both, uh, those decisives put them at 60. Kerwin Vargas got a 62 in 70 minutes, no decisive out on the left wing, Harrison Affle. Does he, he spikes from time to time? He'll always have. He's always good for a spike game. He found it here with forty three AA points uh, for a seventy six. Adios and Melanda doing well. So the one thing that was tough about Charlotte last year is, uh, as I, I love to brag about my collection of Charlotte cards, but they didn't always have the best utility uh, up yeah. and down the lineup because Swiderski was a good card, but um, and Karuha was a good card before he got hurt. But then the like the 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 team has a lot of players that didn't have cards last year. A lot of the starters are guys that came in uh, later in the year. So, like, Adilson Melanda, under-23 defender who's putting up, you know, 55-plus every game, a guy that you want. He's finally starting to get some mints. Uh, I don't want to give away the store here before I get my own Kerwin Vargas because he's only had two rares minted, and I I fell asleep before I could bid on the two of 100 oh, the other day, unfortunately. So someone got it for, like, uh, 0.1. And that's, that's 0.1 is a, is a steep price to pay in, in this current so rare market for a rare card. But it's an under-23 forward who's putting up 25 plus AA a lot and getting into the decisive. So I would say, uh, try to get a Kerwin Vargas, uh, limited or rare, uh, sooner than later, especially if you play under 23. I mean, I've been telling some people that, um, but yeah, so just great scores. Bronico, uh, with a 70, you know, Derek Jones with a 47, uh, just like, it was like pure greens all up and down the score sheet, which was beautiful to see from SO five, uh, Charlotte, I would say the coach characterized this and I would agree with him that, you know, we played great offense in the first half and then we played great defense in the second half. So it'd be great to like merge those together. Um, on the Columbus side, Cucho Hernandez still not back, but probably soon Christian Ramirez started to win 60. Uh, Will Sands, I think 10 minutes in the game out for extended amount of time. If anyone was counting on a Will Sands card, uh, their left wing back, he, he went down hard and uh, I don't know the exact nature of his injury, but he's going to be going at, uh, not going to be coming back for a while. I did see that on the old tweet machine and then uh, Lucas Zellerayon, you know, doing it and doing it and doing it well, 30 AA without breaking a sweat. Uh, Columbus definitely like had all the chances. And so Lucas was getting tons of final third passes and box entries late uh, in the second half. Uh, so he just racked up points. So but, there's, uh, there's two things I want to ask you about this, about this game here. So one, it says Kerwin Vargas came off hurt in the 69th minute. Was it just like cramp type I thing where he was trying fatigued. to waste yeah, time? I think, I think it was just dead legs. Yeah. Dead legs, yeah. Okay, cool. And the second one, a lot of minutes. And he's the young. second one. Lastly, we said, uh, or last week, we said we expected Kalina in this game, and old George Mark showed up and threw us through a shutout. Yeah, I played, is it his I job? I played. Uh, so I have a bunch of Kalina and Mark's cards, and I played lineups with Mark's and Kalina. Uh, both both were that were like real lineups, and I was like, half of these are going to be dead, but you know, either the Mark's ones will work or the Kalina ones will work, and and uh, we'll see. I was kind of hoping it would be Kalina because I have super rare of him and I don't have super rare of Marks, but um, the uh, Kalina will start the cup game on Tuesday. And the, the coach actually did give some pretty extended comments on that uh, whole situation. Uh, if you, I would follow at Carol Walton, C-A-R-R-O-L-L Walton. She's uh, one of the better beat writers that uh, as far as information uh, tracking goes uh, that covers the team. So I would say shout her out to get a follow. But uh, Latanzio, you know, there's several reporters and, you know, most of them just started like tweeting out the press conference quotes. But uh, Latanzio did comment on the goalkeepers and he said, George has done well. He said he did not want to send Marks to the bench the very next game after um, he made such a high profile mistake and like made a big error, led to, a big error led to goal like in, the, in stoppage time in Colorado the week before. So he's like, 
you know, you, he's like, as everyone knows, you can destroy a, a young player's confidence, you know, when you do something like that. So I just wanted to give him another start, roll him out there. We got the cup match for Kalina to get 90. And then I think, I think next Saturday, but then Mark's played really well, had his first career. Yeah. shoot. So now it's like, I'd say it's probably up in the air 50, 50 again next week, to be perfectly honest. We'll see what happens. Unfortunately, I was hoping for some clarity, but I don't think we got it. To be so honest. is it basically just his to lose at this point? Like, are they just going to run? No, out no, no. It's, it's basically Kalina, Sisniega, uh, by the way, who started the season as the number one is now he played, uh, he started for the MLS next pro team today. Crown mm-hmm. legacy. So he, he got some minutes this weekend, but he didn't, he, he's not going to play for Charlotte C anytime soon. I don't think, because I think the coach rates Kalina as the number one still over marks, but like the way these perform, you know, to go from a bad performance and Kalina's not quite ready yet. And then, but now Kalina is ready, but then Mark's had a great performance. You know, it's a, the, the timing of it all is just kind of weird. And it's just like, you know, I don't know what to say, but I do know that uh, we're not going to, I'm going to probably be doing the same thing next week as playing like half Kalina <laughs> lineups and half Mark's lineups and hoping one of them hits. So well, pick yeah. up your Kalinas because I did. So. Mark, hey, Mark's, did, I, I got, but I did get second place in, uh, in cap 220 rare. So, and Mark's was my goalkeeper. My limited Mark was a goalkeeper there. So, good, you know, good on him. I do, yeah, I do great. love me some. I do love me some George Marks as a, as a Clemson guy. He won us a national championship and then went on to the draft in the third round and was immediately like their bench, their number two, pretty much all of last year. So I long term, I really do think George Marks is going to be a good goalkeeper in this league. Sure, um, I agree. Is he going to be the guy right now? It's the question. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, if you if you have Marks, just hold on to him. Don't don't you know you sell him. Yeah. Although I did, I did sell one this week. Actually, I sold. I sold mine when it was it was pretty high at the time, and I don't. I'm kind of regretting that. I was kind of hoping that he would only play a couple games in the wild, and then I could buy him back. But I sold uh, one of my two limiteds. I still have uh, the rare and limited. So yeah. How do how did Morris look? Is he uh is he still putting it up? Is he still the guy? Is he still? Uh, I would say it was like a whole. It was you know don't don't mistake activity for achievement type of game for Aiden. he did have 51 points, but he didn't really make as much of an impact uh, as he had in other games this season. Selling high. Got it. It was, it was nice to be able to see him, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. You got to kind of set like, I mean, he had like four four out of five 90s, right? Or something like that. So it's like, yeah, you know, that can't keep going. Right, exactly. Um, all right, let's turn through a few of these other games here really quickly. Uh, Cincinnati and Portland. I didn't get to watch. I'm assuming you guys are both in stadium so you didn't really get to watch much thanks um, MLS. Chris, i was thanks I was, I was i was drunker i was drunk since <laughs> but, but um, I, I can uh, you know cincinnati gets gets lucha i did watch the highlights in, mls 360 is going strong it's a strong it's as strong as ever like if you can't watch all the games make sure you're watching mls 360 i, I give it it's getting bet like it started off the season kind of uh yeah or MLS rap, I mean to say, not MLS 360, MLS rap. And uh it's uh it's it's getting better each week. So that's a, that's actually a good point because I know I was talking to to Bob and he was like, Yeah, I can't watch MLS because I have to like go back and yeah. like change hates, games yeah, and do all this yeah. stuff. And this week, magically now there you can you could flip between the games from like one click, which is crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like they, yeah. they are continually like changing. Yeah, they're changing yeah. everything like every single week, which is actually really cool. Like they are actually re- listening to feedback really, really well. So mm-hmm. um, it was definitely kind of subpar as it started. I agree with that. Right. But now, yeah. like, I have confidence that it's not going to be subpar. Like all, you know, right. Ten and it's, year a ten, it's a ten-year deal. Yeah. So they have a lot of estimates. so I have a, I have a feeling. Yeah, by like year two or three, this is going to be like a really cool thing to watch. Like a really superior product, which is going to be interesting. Um, but anyway, Cincinnati just held home two one winners over Portland. Portland's another one. Man, they might fire their coach too. Um, they can't. They can't buy a win at this point. Lucho Acosta. Yeah, I can't. I can't oh. imagine a world where Gio got fired. But yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're they're what the bottom of the they're tenth. They're out of the playoff spot. Eight points for nine like games. Be, everyone in the office would be too afraid to tell him he was fired. <laughs> Gio, I, I we, we have some news for you, but we're not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> Just, just please leave. <laughs> We're not going to tell you though. Yeah. We're not going to force you to leave. Um, yeah. So Gio's another one. Uh, Montreal, Hernan Lasada gets the 2 0 win over New York. You mentioned the red card uh, for Montreal and they add another goal just, after that. Just, yeah. Yeah. You've got to love it. Got to love Lasada ball. Yeah. Um, there was something. 
Oh, yeah. Aaron Herrera, I wanted to say uh, on Aaron Herrera, he has been so underwhelming this year. Yep. Yeah. Finally, a little glimmer of hope with like a 49-5, but like they just keep getting steamrolled. I mean, and when he's you play like, for a horrible team, yeah, I mean, what can you do? You know? He's he's in the Julian Gressel role for uh, Lasada, which if you remember Gressel at D.C., he would have some games where he was like 80-90 and then other games where he was like a 10, like like literally like minus 20 AA. And that's kind of where Aaron Herrera is. Without the shutout, I think he had like three AA points today, which he's not been putting up AA at all, which it real saw like he was very good at putting up AA. So um, Aaron Herrera, very disappointing. Bryce Duke also um, getting in there after the big trade. Duke, Duke had a pretty Duke decent Duke and Lasseter, game. yeah. Duke and Lasseter both got traded over. Both of them played uh, significant minutes and both started. Um, so I actually think Bryce Duke could be one to watch in this new yeah. system because he's going to play I've, that spot. He's going to play like I've the taxi spot. Yeah, I've still got like a dirt cheap rare that I bought uh, when he was in L.A. a long time ago. Yeah, he's still pretty cheap, too. Yeah. If he's gonna ha- if yeah. he's gonna have an important role like that, and if he, if he like, something- was to become like Georgie Mihailovich or something, I would not be upset. I promise you that much. Yeah, for sure. Think think Taxi Fountas with DC. That's that's the role because obviously that's what Taxi was brought in by Hernan Lozada to play that spot. Um, I don't know that he's quite as talented as Taxi, but that's that's go back to the DC like the Hernan Lozada days for Taxi Fountas. That's like what his potential could could potentially be. Um, New England, another two to one win over Kansas City. Kansas City got a late red card in this game as well as they were chasing a goal. Um, Carlos Heel got a 60. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, where where are you at on Melia Pools Camp Watch? Uh, actually, I think Melia had a massive day. He was, yeah. you, you talked about, we t- and we haven't gotten to St. Louis yet. You talked about Berkey having a huge, huge day. Melia had a 60 in without getting a shutout. Um, he was making all kinds of saves, seven saves, six of them from inside the box. This could have been a lot worse than it was. Um, I didn't watch this game. I I didn't have this game on for most of it. I turned it on in about the 70th minute um, when some of the other games were kind of over. Uh, Frioni actually had a few poacher goals, which was kind of interesting to see. Um, Johnny Russell scored a goal as well, but this Kansas City team is nowhere close, nowhere close right now. Like, and the Revolution are pretty good. Um, but Melia did keep them in the game, so at least for now, I think it's still probably Timmy Melia. Um, now if Vermees gets fired, that might change. So, sure, I wouldn't sell. I would actually, honestly, to be a hundred percent honest with you. I own both of them. I own Melia and Pulse right, Camp yeah, so because yeah, you can add them together and it's like a normal goalkeeper. Like if, uh, yeah. if Pulse Camp gets the job back, he's a U23. If not, you're having Melia as the cheapest starting goalkeeper by a long way in the MLS. It's like either way you win. I don't know why. I mean, I don't you're know still why. Playing Melia. But. You know, well, he had a 60. What do you want? What do you want yeah. from him? For sporting to be good. That's well, all. We all want that, but well, at least not everybody, but. A lot of people want that. Um, but yeah, I, I, this this team's, I, and I don't know you why, like year. Eric Tommy you, has you been people terrible. every year want that. Yeah, true. Uh, Eric Tommy's been terrible. Like, I don't, I don't get why Kansas City, after getting some of these guys back that weren't playing, I don't get why they're not just better. Um, and it might be time for, for Peter Vermees to kind of, kind of move on from there, potentially. Um, NYC, three to one winners over Dallas. Um this is a game that I did have on. This game also could have been a lot worse. Uh, NYC had a couple goals called back for like an offside. I think they had was one, and I didn't see the offside at all. I yeah, wasn't that was the 100% James playing assist. attention. I, but... I needed that James Sands assist, too. That really yeah. pissed me off. Um, so I, was, I wasn't 100% paying attention to that one, but it was I didn't see an offside when I was watching the replay. Um, Santi Rodriguez had a big game. Talis Magno had a big game. Barraza kept uh, a big game. He had a 73 with no AA, actually. Or I'm sorry, with no clean sheet. Um, so actually a few goalkeepers ha- had some big games here. Hey, that's that's MLS, um, baby. The upside is there. If you, if you can uh, make the saves. I mean, if you can if you can keep a clean sheet, any of these guys would have shot 100, basically. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely there. I don't love – NYC's fullbacks are terrible. Like I, I don't, I don't oh, yeah. like them at all. They need big upgrades there, but their midfield's really good and their forwards are, are pretty good. So um, I think that's one of the reasons why they've been as good as they've been for Dallas. Man, did they miss Velasco? 
Like, um, what's, what's his face? Ferreira didn't start because of international duty in the midweek, but Jesus Jimenez is not that guy. And Javier Obrionis, no, is no Velasco for sure. Barraza was my uh, was my MLS uh, amateur draft goalkeeper. Like I did a swap to get him because I was like Dallas. I was like, oh, Velasco's out, and and Jesus traveled uh, halfway across the world after playing ninety minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Barraza easy. That's actually that was a, that was a good call on that one. If he'd have kept the clean sheet, big brain. Yeah, if he'd have kept the clean sheet, you'd have been in in uh, in great shape. Um, Orlando and DC. We had a man in the stadium for that game. Tell us what happened. <laughs> oh, man. Well, first of all, you could say one of those goals was a fluky goal. So it shouldn't have been too bad. Fell asleep. Look, I rewatched, I rewatched the game so this morning. If you're a coach, don't substitute on a defensive corner. Which That's... I thought was like a rule, but I guess Poppy forgot or whatever. Because like literally, Ramiro subbed in and then Benteke dunks no, on Donovan Ramiro Pines. for that goal. Donovan or Pines. Donovan Pines. Yeah. yeah, literally immediately come on the pitch and then get dunked on. Like, good, congratulations, welcome to the game, bud. Welcome to the game. You're guarding welcome a six six guy that can jump out of the gym on a corner. Uh, dude, it was it's, uh, it was an awful performance. I did rewatch the game though. The second half, like Orlando looked good in the second half. They were yeah. they looked a little bit dangerous. Ojeda came off. Faku kind of looks almost looked like old Faku last year. Like he really took control. He was driving the defense. Looked good. Duncan McGuire went down hurt. Uh, best striker of all time. Uh, dude, I actually, I saw, there's a lot of talk that people are saying Duncan could be better than DK, which is like kind of crazy to me, which I can kind of see it. They're both like very similar, very similar yeah. players. Uh, and DK can't not stay hurt. He's always hurt. So yeah, he is, he is always hurt. But That's yeah, Duncan sure. went down. Uh, dude, it's, it's a rough game. DC used their speed. Who on continue to just, who on own Schlegel in this game? Just like, it was disgusting. And look, the, the three in the game. Oh yeah. 100% was. And I don't know what I don't know what they're putting in the water in DC, but Huan went from a player that couldn't cross a ball to save his life to uh, assisting Fountas. Sixties every week, baby. Like, yeah, dude, talk about getting Huan for a for a threshold team right now because he is he's kind of putting it up. But uh, look, this team, like I said earlier, there's a bunch of new pieces. I didn't I didn't realize how much Urso leaving would affect the midfield. Uh, but dude, just having that tenacious, just like box to box, like we don't have it. Pereira, like I've said it before, I didn't really want him to come back. The only reason he's back is because Urso's gone. Uh, he's getting old. It's just, it's not as quick. It's slow. He just, he can't turn and just like ping balls anymore. All the passes, like he just continuously misses. It's just, it's not looking great. And is it time to go play and play back home at Nasty and all? It, it, it might be, to be honest. Like I, I get the presence is there. He's the leadership. But it's just the midfield. It's something in the midfield is just not adding up, whether they're congesting the middle or they all want the ball and it's not happening. Like last year, we were so we're so dangerous on the wings and just like the just ah, it's oh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's, look, this 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 Orlando City team has pieces. There's talent there. It's just I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if Poppy's lost the locker room or not. Uh, Ojeda loves to shoot the ball. Faku loves to shoot the ball. It's just, it's not going in right now. And there's a lot of chances. What about look back? Tyler Miller stood on his head in that second half. Like he made some sort really of, great saves. Sort of. He made like one or two really great saves. Most of them were though, just like shots from outside that you should make saves on. Like they weren't, they weren't anything super special. It wasn't like huge some chances. Of he made, he made like one or two really good saves. Um, when, and Tyler when, Miller has been doing that, by the way. Tyler Miller is a very good goalkeeper, and I'm yeah. very happy that we grabbed him. Um, talk to me about Angulo, though, because I was not impressed with Angulo at all. Was this just an off day, or yeah, it, yeah? it was a terrible. Game. If if you okay. go back, if you go back and good. watch the Philly game, we did really good. Angulo was a really big piece of the win against Minnesota last week. Um, if you go back and rewatch the Open Cup without without Angulo and Benji, that Open Cup doesn't happen the way it happened. Okay, like, but that was Sacramento. That's a, it that's it a lower matter. division it, team. It, it doesn't matter. But yeah, and we didn't score till the 70th minute against a lower division team in the Open Cup final. So like, dude, this team's, there's still red flags, right? But Angulo, he's he's one of those guys that works really well off the ball. Uh, he tracks back. He's really good defensively. Obviously in this new system playing as wingbacks, uh, that defensive, they're they're having trouble deciding when to go up and when to stay back. And teams have been punishing us. Minnesota did it a lot. And then DC did a lot in this game. Uh, 
Angulo is one of those players that he's not really going to do it until he scores. He's he's going to be very decisive driven, uh, which kind of sucks. Uh, but he's he's super effective off the ball. He's just one of those players that it doesn't show up on the stat line, but uh, super super important for this team for sure. And Gaston's kind of showing up finally too. So there's there's a lot of good pieces here. Yeah, and D, DC's not and DC DC is not as bad as people think they are. They're not. They're starting to get some things together. Fountas being back is a big deal. He hasn't played a lot this year, but he's starting to get back to that kind of taxi that he used to be. And him playing off Benteke is huge. Like they just basically DC's offense is lumping up to Benteke. Somehow he wins every single ball and somehow it finds Fountas every time. Uh, and, and then the two of them just kind of run together down the field against the entire defense. It's insane. Um, Cleish has been good. Lewis O'Brien, I thought was actually pretty good despite the penalty, which was not, or, um, was it a penalty or he had some decisive down aerolytical. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He gave away the ball on, on the goal that, that, uh, that Orlando scored. And that was a bad play, but overall, I thought he's been very good. Ken Alsa is just a solid kind of piece in the middle. Um, he's nothing special, but he's a good piece. And yeah, Ruan has been actually pretty good. He's keeping Andy Nahar on the bench. Um, Donovan Pines, eh, again, not well, super that's impressed. I want to ask you, Chris. Are, are we all, are we all in on Pines yet? No, or no. I like absolutely not. Again, I don't think he's a starter when we have pieces healthy. Like I don't, I, I, I just, I don't think it. Like which I don't, pieces? I don't think. Who comes in? Uh, over I think Derek Williams is over him. I think Heinz uh, uh, Ike is over him. Uh, Paulson has been playing center back, which I think he was more of a defensive midfielder. So he he's basically been the emergency center back. So I think one of those guys, Pines probably stays in the lineup and they move Paulson back forward and take maybe Canals out. But Pines is, hmm, he okay. scored the goal. They'll say A scores are looking kind of nice. Yeah. Again, he he's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. He had a minus four AA in this game. Do you just well. have like PTSD and it's just hard for you to believe that this DC team might actually be okay? No, no. I mean, I just, I, these players are good, but they're not like great. There's no, Benteke is probably the, the, the one player that's like actually a difference maker and actually like can turn a game, maybe found us as well. And like Kalisha's maybe there as well. So like those are three decent players, but the rest of the team is still average to below average for MLS quality. Um, so I still don't think they're probably going to make the playoffs, but I think they might make it close, especially with with Rooney in the system. Because like if they do get up a couple goals, like you saw it, they can just shelter and sit behind the ball and pretty yeah. much no one's going to score against them. Yeah, like, we know. Like Tyler Miller's actually been very good as well in the back. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a decent team at this point, but I, I still don't think Donovan Pines is is good. Is just as a player, I don't think he's very good at all. He's weird. Like he he's six six, and so he makes tackles that he shouldn't make. He makes interceptions that he shouldn't make. But also, he's way out of position, like constantly. Uh, he also fouls people very needlessly, like in bad spots. Um, so yeah, I'm I still don't think Pines is a starter. You know who is a starter? Antonio Carlos, because he's back. Antonio Carlos. <laughs> Love him. Yeah, he, he's back, baby. We put up a 50 with three goals conceded still. Like, and and also, he he had a really good chance at an assist twice. Oh, my God. Like Oh, that diving header. Yeah. He had, he had two really good chances at a decisive. So if anyone was going to score in this game, it was probably Antonio Carlos. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, totally Carlos is back. It's nice to see him. Still a little slow at times, but uh, he gets the job done. So DC now has four points out of their 11 who've come against Orlando. <laughs> scored seven points against everybody else in seven games and four and two against Orlando. And last year, I think they scored, what, eight point or six points. Six out of the 27 were against Orlando. They scored 21 points in 32 games outside of that. So I, they, they I, like playing Orlando. I just want to bring up something that is just so funny since we were talking about Donovan Pines. Um, somewhat infamously, his uh, his one of 100 card in 2020, uh, his 2021, uh, his 2020 edition card on April 9th, 2021, his, the Donovan Pines one of 100 went for 1.074 ETH, $2,219. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, 
then last summer, July 13th, 2022, the same card was sold for 0. 0.0559, 60 bucks. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> Is that the worst? Of, is that the, the worst like so percentage-wise drop yeah. ever? It, it's got to be, man. It's it's so uh, bad. It's got to be close. What a fall from grace. I wonder if we could get like Sower data to tell us like what is the worst percentage trade of all time on any card. That'd be actually really interesting to hear. Ah, uh, that might cause some mental health issues. It might it might be for the best that they don't do that. <laughs> we'll do it privately because I just want to know that. Um, all right, let's let's pump through a few more of these games. So we talked about Philly Toronto a little bit. Philly was in complete control of this game the entire way. Um and they looked super dangerous. They looked kind of like the most, their old selves. Uh obviously they have LAFC in a massive Champions League semifinal uh coming up here two legs and they'll both be off between the two legs. Um so next week actually might be a decent week for for some MLS stacks is you know having Philly and LAFC both off uh should provide some opportunity for some other people to actually win some rewards for once which would be fun um Houston Miami Houston wins one nothing um Ben Olsen doing a doing a hell of a job over there at Houston had 13 points from the first eight games they're sitting sixth in the Western Conference they're four and0 at home four0 and0 at home they're just rolling man uh Achi did it again Drake calendar had a had a decent game but gave up the goal so he he kind of Ruined it at that point. How about um, Steve Clark? Clarky, man. Clarky was the, the steal of the season if you bought him uh, right before the year started. Can't believe and it. I'm yeah. pretty sure that I said you want to own the goalkeeper for Ben Olsen. Like, I'm pretty sure that I said that at some point. He's still fairly that cheap. Sounds to like honest. something you might have said. Yeah. Because, like, ev- every year, like, Bill Hamid would just put up ridiculous amounts of saves shutouts because it was Ben Ol- or it was a Ben Olsen team. I used to have Hamid back in, back in those days. Yeah. So, yeah. And now Hamid is in the USL. So, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, Herrera going nuts. Biasi is, or Bossi is, again, just a really good player. He only had a 54 in this game. So but, sad there's no card. Yeah. We we definitely need, definitely need cards of, of his. Um, Rodolfo Pizarro, your guy, is he, is uh, he dead now? Are we giving up? Uh, I'm not giving up, but he's not good. He's he's definitely struggling. He's uh, no messy. He played he's, the ninety. He's minutes. no messy. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged by the ninety minutes. Always. Uh, I just think it, his problems are Miami's problems right now. You know, and yeah. the, and it was yeah. losing Gregory uh, was a big deal. I mean, Mota Mota scored like shit in this game too. And he's been great. So I think it's just a matter of Pizarro will have his days to come back for sure. Don't, don't sleep on Pizarro. He, he played the 90 Messi's not coming. So let's just, let's just move on. What are the, what are the odds? What do you think the odds are that Messi comes? Uh, I think he's staying in Europe another two years, right? Is that a false is that, article? Is that I confirmed? I don't know. I, I saw it. I didn't really dig into it, but I just, the, the longer Miami goes without Messi, that's the more, entertaining it is for me so <laughs> he's not coming he's not coming this year you think a hundred percent he's not coming no i i mean i could be wrong but i don't believe he's coming interesting um also kamal miller got got his first start i believe since the trade so interesting uh, do you think kamal miller trick calendar is a, is a uh what's it called the stack if miami can get a their asses and start playing soccer yeah yeah i mean i i think those I think Jake Callender is still one of the best goalkeepers in the league, save percentage-wise. I just don't think they're getting enough shutouts right now. But it, my God, if they ever got a shutout, those two are going to put up AA and they're going to put up a ton of ton of points if they can can pick up a shutout. And at some point they will, right? You know, at some point they're going to get a shutout. That's definitely um, like a buy low speculation and hope that it works out in your favor. Right. Yeah. Which it could. Which, which I'm all about that life. Uh, Nashville LAFC. I got to watch a little bit of this game. Uh, the Nashville in the first half looked like they were going to kill LAFC. I was like, oh my God, this is the end of LAFC. And Hani Mukhtar should have scored like two or three goals probably. And then LAFC in the second half reminded us that they're LAFC and got the <laughs> 1 1 draw. Jack Mahare had a big game, uh, 92 9 out of the back, which is crazy. Had a, uh, had a goal line clearance. That's cool. He's honestly better than Walker Zimmerman at this point, which is wild. Um, but he's consistently well, putting Walker up. Walker subbed at half because he was feeling tired. Yeah. He, 55 minutes in, he he came out. Um, but like Jack Meher has been wildly good. Um, Hani Mukhtar did get a goal. 
um, but probably should have had like two or three more. Um, they only gave him one big chance missed, but um, I saw a couple where he was very close to the net and he probably should have scored. Bwanga just continues to obliterate people. Another another goal for him. Um, I, and this was a this was a pretty rotated LAFC team too. Um, Duenia started. Valencia started, Maldonado started. Like they didn't have a lot of their big guys. Like they brought in Vela and Apoku at the end. Kellen Acosta came in with 20 minutes to go. Um, so yeah. Hey, no Hollings said either. No, Hollings had sneaky, came in late. Uh, great. Yeah, he's very good. He's really, really good. Um, so yeah, again, big matchup with Philadelphia in the in the midweek in the semifinal of the champions league they'll play two legs over the next two weeks um colorado st louis so we talked about roman berkey with a big game uh for st louis just getting peppered with shots in 80.3 without the uh without the old decisive um your guy klaus only had a 37.6 no one decided to pass him the ball this time which was interesting. he uh <laughs> he left he left he he also left the match hurt and yeah. uh they're waiting to see what's what's the prognosis on him as well uh so yeah that, that's a big one uh lovin didn't have a great game uh jikini had a decent game um but jared stroud and alm are the ones that got the decisives and then diego rubio shoots 100 uh, maxo was back in this game which i th- when he went down, it looked like it was going to be a long injury. And he, he played um, again. Um, Kevin Cabral started up top over <laughs> Yappi, which I thought was interesting. Um, the DP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. The old um, DP. Uh, Rubio had such a freaking game. I I, I wish I would have yeah. picked. I didn't realize he would be back so quick and be back to dominating so quickly. He uh, Four big chances created. Well, he did have one big chance miss, but. You know, easy 100 for him. Um, and I wish I would have picked him up on a panic sale when he when he started the year hurt. Anytime he's not playing as the forward most striker, like if he's playing as the 10 and not the nine, he's absurd. Like there's there's been times where Colorado hasn't had a nine and they've had to play him there and he doesn't really put up good points at all. But when they let him roam, he's absolutely great, which is definitely something to watch there. Uh, RSL and San Jose 3 1 1 for RSL. I didn't really watch this game, um, but RSL yeah. the one at home. I don't know. Any, anything uh, stood was, out for me? It was you? easy. I mean, Savarino had a nice, very nice, easy goal. Uh, you know, Lawfelsen was good. Gomez, Gomez is actually kind of nice. I'm, I'm actually, I've watched a couple, Andres Gomez, I've, I've watched a couple of RSL's games recently, and he's. He's kind of a nice forward. Um, I don't know what to say. Sh- uh, Unshout out to me. It's not my fault, but I did. I had uh, been telling some people had asked me some advice, you know, in various chats, and I, I was, I was selling Anderson Julio as a uh, a guy to uh, buy for like a cap two forty team uh, because he was like he had a thirty six against the cap. I was like, you can put a bunch of stud mids and defense in uh, if you want to just like slam this guy well, in. As your he made spot. his cap. He did make his cap. Well, he made, well, the problem is he left. He got hurt. Yeah, he, he, left, got hurt. he left 25 minutes in. So unfortunately for him, but he did make his cap. Yes. Agreed. So, I mean, <laughs> but I was, so I was picking him as an upside, but I thought he could get, you know, 45 plus and, and help you out. Yeah. But, but uh, to be fair, he may have been able to, if he had. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah, exactly. Um, injury. I mean, cause RSL was able to do almost anything they wanted in this game. You know, Ruiz and Savarino basically just did whatever they wanted. Pablo Ruiz, really good. And I, I plugged him a while ago on Ellis when, uh, he had, I think, an own goal and like a mistake leading to goal or penalty. He had like two decisives in his first four games, negative decisives in his first four games. I was like, this dude's still great. Like, you still got to buy him. And he's been pretty good since I plugged him. So shout out to him for uh, for making me look good. A uh, couple more games to blow through. LA Galaxy over Austin. We talked about Josh Wolf and their problems. Chicharito finally got rolling a little bit. Um Ricky Pooch got rolling a little bit. Jalen Neal is still really, really good. I keep telling people about Jalen Neal. Um, but yeah, it, pretty much all of LAFC or LA, LA Galaxy was uh, was pretty good in this game, with the exception of Tyler Boyd. Um, Mark Delgado had a, had a nice game. Rest <laughs> in peace, Tyler Boyd. Mark Delgado had a nice game. And Stuver actually had a 62 also without obviously getting Big the sheet. Big Stu. Big Stu, man. The sweeper closer. Master. Uh, what's wrong with Driussi? Let's talk about Driussi for a second. Cause I mean, 
this is too many games now to be just a little bit, you know, like just a bad run of games. We're a quarter yeah, I mean, of the way through this. It's kind of nice, but with Drew, so you're obviously playing him for the decisives. Um, you know, last year he had a really good partnership working with uh, Diego Fagundes, who has not been as good this year and um, and then now hurt, um, kind of like signed his contract and then quit playing type of situation. You know, their big their big offseason striker signing to, that they brought in was Giassi Zardes, who's like a corpse at this point. And like he's whoa, already whoa, back. Whoa. To, we don't want to get on the hate list. He's oh, he's wow. already back. At, he's Watch already back say. on the bench and like not, you know, not like. Max, it took Maxi Arudi like four weeks to like get his job back after they signed and brought in Zardis. So that, you know, it's no surprise. They're playing Alex Ring as a center back. He's not a center back. Yikes. Um, you know, they, uh, Danny Pereira is up and down as a youngster. He has good games and bad games. Same thing with Wolf. Uh, you know, they, yeah, they're, they got Gallagher and Lima as their fullbacks. They're really, and, you know, Rigoni is the guy that they, was their big summer signing last year. He's never really delivered. So Austin just kind of, I think the the narrative has to be, and it's hard for me to like admit this because I, I like Austin FC and I own Drusi's cards and I like really like uh, need to see him do well. But Austin FC is like you have to think that last year they just kind of like caught lightning in a bottle for the first few months of the season and barely held on because they weren't. That you guys have just the narrative has to kind of be that they never really were as good as they showed at that point. And that doesn't necessarily mean Drusi's not that good. Drusi is that good, but. Um, when it comes time where he has to put the team on his back over and over and over and over again, you're going to get inconsistent performances like this and they need a home win bad. You know, that's, that's what I would say is they need to, they didn't have a really great home performance and get their season back on track. I mean, I, I get, I get the Drewsy love and I'm a big Drewsy fan, right? He's too good for MLS. He's, he's really, really good, but dude has one goal in the first game of the year and one assist since then. Um, or one goal in it was at the first game of the year, one goal mm-hmm. this year and one assist. So in the last five, he's also only put up 13 AA points twice. So yeah, he's not still, even putting still, up AA at this point. Still a 55 on the L5, but it's kind of uh misleading with uh with you know a couple of 30s and 40s and then one a uh, 70 and 80 in that L5. Um, yeah, the, the one think, was against uh, Violet in the Champions League, which that, I'm not going to count that. I think you have to. Yeah, well, there you go. I think you have to say home against the Earthquakes next weekend. Then they play Portland, who sucks on the road. But, you know, that's a chance to do well. Home against Dallas in a, in a Texas, you know, Texas. Uh, I forget what they call it there. Like the Lone Star. I think Cup it's the Texas that. Cup. Texas but, Derby. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's like but the three Texas teams all play for a yeah. cup. And then, uh, so, you know, he's got three really great matchups. Then they got to go at, to Seattle, you know, in a month, and that's going to be hard. But then they host Toronto at home. So, like, I would – and Driossi has a, ni- a really, really nice run of matchups in May where it's, like, at home against Toronto, at Houston, home against Minnesota, home against Salt Lake. So it's just, like, I, I would keep the faith with Driossi for sure. Yeah. And I, would keep, I, I, I don't want to go too far backwards, but another guy who kind of – is in that profile. He doesn't have the track record in MLS like he did, but uh, he did have this track record in Argentina. Enzo Capetti for Charlotte is another guy who only has two goals on the year and he's not getting the AA points. Yeah. And uh, I know my boy Andrew Laird got his super rare in the offseason and he was like, he's like, hey, Charlotte, hey, trip, <laughs> tripping. You know, I know you love Charlotte. You know, you think this is the move? And I was like, yes, it's the move. Uh, hasn't paid off super great yet, but I, I keep the faith with that guy, uh, with Triussi and with Enzo Capetti. Two Argentinians that I think are going to come good here. Uh, so the long season. Also, the difference with Copetti. A lot of times you see guys come into the MLS and struggle for the first. And Orlando has talked about this as well. Like they mm-hmm. come in and kind of struggled for the first six months, and then they can kind of find it. And once you find it, then you you kind of adjust to life, and then you know you you kind of get there. So I would absolutely any big um, signing that's coming in from from outside the country, give them like a year. You know, maybe even two years. Right. Um, to see like really truly how good they are i would definitely not be bailing on enzo competi yet because i have seen flashes of him getting into spaces that are, he's gonna score goals at some point so yeah 100 agree with you on that one yeah um and then the last game uh from yesterday seattle one nothing winners over minnesota seattle has kept five straight clean sheets at home Love which it. is absurd um especially considering i don't think stefan fry has been very good this year um, so they're just kind of obliterating people in the midfield, um, especially when they play at home. Um, Seattle just kind of continues to continues to do their thing, putting up big points. Joe Paolo had a big game. Bruce Snack had a big game. Alex Roldan had a big game. Um, 
Welcome are we back, Rusnak. Welcome back, Rusnak. We love you. Yeah, what a comeback. Yeah. Yeah, please, please never leave He's again. Playing further forward because Jordan Morris wasn't playing um, or didn't start, I guess. So, yeah, anytime Rusnak is further forward, I, I love him. Uh, any other comments with this one? It's good to see Obed Vargas gets minutes too. Yeah, Obed Vargas is back. So, Haber's, Haber, like, everybody's out on Rui Diaz now, right? Like, it's yes. kind of done at this point. Yes. I mean, I, I think he's yeah, I, old I, I, at this I would, point. I would not want to touch Rui Diaz's card uh, with a, with with the with uh, with your ETH. I would I wouldn't touch Rui Diaz <laughs> with, with your ETH, Jorge. I'll tell you what, to be perfectly honest. So, uh, man, <laughs> um, I panic sold that real quick. Haber does kind of fit the mold of this team decently. Leo Chu is also an interesting one. Like I think they can play Jordan Morris and Leo Chu up there and not use mm-hmm. Rui Diaz. Um, so I think both those guys kind of have some value, but they also kind of take away from each other at times because I don't think both of them are going to start most games. So, um, yeah. Rui Diaz is probably not coming back, but I don't know who that helps, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Abe when he scores goals, he's good. When he doesn't, he doesn't. And Joe Mo is a little banged up as well. So, I, 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 I you know, I, some folks that I was also trying to help out, you know, I suggested Abe to him this week and – uh at times it was good. At times it was not. Well, I mean, it was, it was still a good call, right? Like we knew Jordan Morris was going to be out right, the international yeah. and it's going to be interesting to see if Jordan Morris goes back up to that striker role too, because him and sure. Leo Chu on the wing, you know, it was working at the beginning. So I wonder if they just kind of run it out like this and just put them up top and have Haber come off the bench. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do now. Cause yeah, Rudy is obviously out. So it's not just a, Oh, he's coming back from injury. It's like, Oh no, he's out. So no, he's, he's pretty much done. They have decisions. Yeah. And to be fair, Heber has been like pretty decent at New York City when he was there. Um, like obviously he got supplanted by Tati Castellanos, but yeah, but, Tati good, Castellanos, yeah. but like he was really good in very limited action at, at New York City. And he's a little bit older as well, 31, but um he's kind of a lower key, like decent player and on a good team. And if he plays, like he might be a, a really decent cap player to use. Um the other thing that we have to mention, Atlanta against Chicago coming up later today as we record this. It'll obviously be dro- be done by the time we drop the episode. Um, but Atlanta has a chance to become the greatest team that the world has ever seen play football if they can beat Chicago. Do you think they do it, Trippin' B? Yes. Quentin Westberg, clean sheet, gives oh. me everything I want this game week. So let's go for it, please. Well, they could get a 0-0 draw and still not be the best team of all time. <laughs> well, still help you. There you go. Uh, Jorge, I, I, I think. Uh, I, well, I, I also need to air about seventy points from Araujo, so there you go. Yeah. Okay. So we need we need a goal probably then at least. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jorge, are you are you happy seeing Atlanta be the greatest team of all time? Oh, dude, you know, <laughs> I don't hate Atlanta as much as I used to. I think mm. mo- mostly, now mostly that Joseph can, is gone. You're just like okay. Well, just, with them. I mean, Joseph was the last remaining piece of that like era where Atlanta just like. Joseph was Orlando's daddy for God knows how long. And now he's in Miami doing now it's taxi's turn to be your dad. Yeah. And like, look, Miami's close enough. I despise Miami, Atlanta, like whatever. It's cool. They're fun. Look, they're fun to watch, man. Like at the end of the day, you you can't say it's a gorgeous stadium. I'm a big fan of Derek Etienne jr. Like Almada, like obviously I'm on the Westbrook train with a Robinson. So I got, I got, I got some, got some stuff riding on Atlanta this season, but uh, dude, I don't know, man, Kai Kamara, he's, he might do it. He could do it. Poor little Westberg against Kai Kamara, man. It's not. It's not a good matchup. So we need it. We need Sorry, to hit tripping. Brooks. We need to hit to Brooks. Le- we had. We need to hit Brooks Lennon today as well. He uh, needs. He needs to get in there. I Kai Kamara, man. He he's always he's 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 been my hero and he's been my the death of me in in co- fantasy contests for years and years and years. He's won me money and lost <laughs> me money uh, many many times. So it'll just be another. Uh, Another chapter in the story, but uh, I could really use a Westberg clean sheet. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna reiterate. Also, why did, why does Kai never get so rare cards? What's the, do we know why? Like, <laughs> does he really not have a so rare card? No, he oh is yet God. to be minted. Not that in Montreal. Insane. Not it's like, that is insane. He's been in the league forever. Like, so really? probably, like incredible. he's so old that no one will ever buy his card. And then like three years later, he's still playing, still at a different club. He's 38 years old and not even have a so rare card. That's so messed up. Literally, the MLS has been covered for this is the fourth year, right? Yep. Then that's he's been insane. In the league. He's been in the league every single year. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. I, I love that you pointed that out. 
when can we get Kai Kamara cards? That's all I want. That's like, all we want. That's as an MLS want. homer, like it's one of those things. Like you gotta you gotta put respect on Kamara's name, right? You, you gotta respect yeah. Kai Kamara. Whether it's Colorado, Montreal, whatever. Like it doesn't matter what your team is because he's played for your team. You know, at some point, exactly. He's, his goal in life is actually to play for all the MLS teams. As they keep expanding, he just has to continue to stay in the league and play for all the teams. Some of us want to travel to all the stadiums. Some of us want to play in all the stadiums. Like whatever, dude. It's cool. Yeah, he's 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 down for it. Um, that is going to pretty much wrap things up for today. As we've got an Atlanta game to watch, it's going to be starting here pretty soon. Uh, Mr. Jorge, anything that you want to plug as you're on the show? Uh, yeah, dude. You know we out here in the sits basketball streets. Playoffs going strong. Uh getting my butt handed to me in the playoff standings because I just can't pick the right guys to pop off on the bench at the right time. But, uh, dude, it's, it's been fun. I, I won my first reward in baseball, so that was cool. Uh, dude, sits yeah, worldwide, baby. Sits worldwide. And yeah, bas- in the States, basketball worldwide. is fun because there's just a bunch of guys getting punched in the nuts and kicked and thrown out. and Yeah. It's a whole whole different world over there. Yeah, it's like NBA mixed with like UFC right now. So it's, uh, it's, been, it's been kind of nice. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been great. Well, thanks for coming on and enduring an hour of us bashing on Orlando. But yeah, kick them on their down. Yep. We're going to kick them a few more times before we end this episode. Uh, but yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on and uh, and being a good sport about it. And uh, we'll have to we'll have to see if uh, Trippins is going to support next week when DC beats Charlotte as well. It's always fun. I love talking. To I you. will be uh, I'll, I'll be in the building. So uh, so we'll we'll find out for sure. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your week.